forever. Dog. Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Billy Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. 10, 9, 8, 7, seven 6, six five, 5, 4, four 3, <laughs> 2, <laughs> 1. one. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Happy New that- Year. Why that I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we weren't even up. Wait, no, man. Wow, that's so bad. <laughs> this is a great way to start 2020. Welcome, everyone. Um, yes. We're on the same page. This, uh, <laughs> this crisp, excellent voice you're listening to right now is uh, the smooth vocal tones of Jonathan Braylock. That, that's how you're just going to start 2020. You're just going to start with that bullshit. Just off break to start it off. <laughs> Listen, this joyous, wonderful, awesome voice is Gerard Milligan. That sounds more hateful. Yes, and boy. this incredibly crisp and awesome voice you're that you are we currently said. listening to is James the Third. Why are you doing a... Why are what you putting that? a voice on your voice? <laughs> Yeah, All like, right, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. All I know is James is outside and there's this ambulance. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, we do this from we 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 had done this every year, and then I think last year we were we didn't. <laughs> but um, uh, we usually do this kind of year in review. We 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 talk about all the amazing things that we saw, that we watched, what we liked. Um, what we didn't like, uh, what the trends are, what we think the year is going to be looking like for 2020. Um, yes. so we're, we're back on that. Um, this is not a movie review, so you should no, kind of know that by thing. now. Um, but we're talking about everything now, full disclosure. Um, there are five million pieces of content out there there is zero way for us to watch them all even if we wanted to and we do not Uh, (laughs) there is way too much stuff that said there is a lot of great cinema that i I don't think we've seen yet um and also we're recording this before the year is up so there's some stuff that hasn't even come out yet that uh we haven't seen but uh so just a disclaimer up that like i think have you guys seen waves Yep, I, no, I, watched, I watched four screeners in the last few days. Okay, great. Jurassic saw Wave, so that's good. Did you, did, did anybody see The Last Black Man in San Francisco? It's in the DVD player right now, baby. Okay, but that means no. <laughs> no. Well, well, I, well, I mean, but I was trying to be positive. I didn't want to be like, no. Great. Okay, we're going to, but we haven't, so we won't be talking about that as, so as uh, to the dismay of, I'm sure, some people. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what else? What else? Um, you know, I mean, I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen Jumanji, the sequel yet. No, I'm see that. no, and I, I'm, I feel bad that I haven't seen it yet. Like yeah. it came out at the time that we're recording this a week ago, and I haven't seen it yet. Um, and then, is there anything else that we should say that we haven't seen just up to, up top? I don't know. Uh, Star Wars also isn't out yet. 
Correct. Which, right? Yeah. Correct. And there's and there's there's a black person in that. Oh man, we got to do Star Wars for Patreon uh, in Jan. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll be doing that for sure. All right. Um, okay. So, where should we start? Should we start with TV? I'm down because we never get to talk think, about TV. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be yeah. great. Ooh, uh, ooh, yeah. Go ooh. ahead. Sorry, you go ahead. Should we do like? Should we do like our favorite shows of 2019? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said that hesitantly because I, I was like, "What did I watch?" Oh my god! <laughs> oh boy! I have. I just uh, finished all of Raising Dion, actually. Oh, oh what did you think? Yeah, let's I, start there. I loved it. I loved it. Did, did you all see Raising Dion? Not yet. No, no, no. I mean, okay. I saw the, I saw the picture, and I was oh like, "Oh my cool. god, don't say that." So, yeah, no, <laughs> no. I was like, "Cool." Yeah, how did you like Raising Dion? It's fantastic. Um, it's really, it's really well done. Um, I think they do a really good job of um, telling this sort of superhero origin story. Um, it does kind of feel, though, like I, I will say this because it's kind of the biggest thing on my mind in relationship to this podcast is like they. It seemed like they they shoehorned race in after the fact. Like mm. once they realized mm. that they were gonna that they had an all black cast, they were like, okay, we'll do an episode, like a, an episode about race. But it it doesn't really affect the series as a whole. And I I almost would rather them have not done it. It's like they both introduced the fact that they, like we've seen we've seen them for a couple episodes as black people, obviously because they are black. But they sort of introduce race and racism in the same episode, and then kind of don't go back to it again. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, uh, so um, so that aside. I think the show's really good. I think the acting's really good. Um, it made me super interested in. I think it's based on uh, like a, a comic series, like not a like not a long form comic series, but a, sh- a short form one. Um, and like, yeah, I, I, Michael B. Jordan is in it in a supporting role, and it's really uh, fun to see him. Um, and the little boy is really great. Like, it, like a little young then we typically see at least what I'm used to seeing like such a, a big role in a, in a show like this. Right. Um, like, like I feel like they would normally start at, at around teenager, you know? So it was, it was super interesting to sort of see. And I think he's, he's a very fun kid to watch. Nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will go with, um, I think I will go with Watchmen. Even though, like you know, episodes like four and five frustrated the hell out of me, but the fact that they made that thing about race, um, I, I think they pulled it off. It was like, you know, I know there were definitely concerns, which you guys brought up, which made me concerned about it as well. But there is something too. Like I'm at this exact moment, I have the news on silent, and I'm just looking at um, our former presidents, former presidents. Uh, uh, speech about him being um, impeached, and some of the stuff he's saying sounds so insane. But watching Watchmen, it's like, oh, racists would adapt something that is superhero-like and superior to make themselves feel more powerful, and then like use that to come after the mere fact that like the bad guys were white supremacists and the quote-unquote god, if you will, 
was a black dude with a huge penis. I was like, yo, this shit is wild. <laughs> it's still so wild, man. Yeah. I mean, so I yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And uh, and if you want to hear our, all of our thoughts about that, you need to go to our Patreon, baby. This is the first time we've promoted Patreon within the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, but seriously, sign up. $5 a month. We talked about all of, all of Watchmen and uh, it was quite a journey for for the three of us. We were at different... I definitely went on a roller coaster. Wavelengths and, you know, I feel like some people were... Some people were a little frustrated with how we were feeling because I think a lot of people were just totally vibing with it. We were also like always an episode behind because we would record on Sunday and then a new episode would come out and then people would be like, all of your questions were just answered on that and the new episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely good, something to go check out. I mean, it's so interesting. I'm trying to think because, um, you know, there was a lot of... There was a lot of like great television this year, and there was a there was this resurgence of black comedy that uh, we were all lucky to be a part of with Astronomy Club, and you know you yeah. had Black Lady Sketch Show, you have Sherman yeah. Showcase, you yeah. know we had Southside, which was super fun, um, um, and it, so it was like the end of Game of Thrones. I mean, Game of Thrones was. I loved it, but uh, I loved that series. But like, I, I I definitely was amongst the camp camp at the end, where it was just like everything felt rushed. It felt like, you know, they didn't take enough time, and therefore the moments that were impactful weren't that impactful. There were a couple cool, like that episode. the 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 one episode with the White Walkers was pretty cool. I thought, um, um but. I don't know. It was a little disappointing. I I was so into Succession, <laughs> but that's like literally an all white cast. <laughs> but that was, I think, that was my favorite show of the year. You plugging Succession right now? Yeah, I'm not. Pl- you, I, I'm not plugging it. I'm just saying that was my favorite show of the year. And it was. I tried to watch that show. show four times. I just couldn't do it. I tried so many times oh, because of Braylock alone. Yeah. Um. I'm and trying to think what else. Rich. I. I liked like, you know, my, 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 my man, Rami, uh, had his show, which was fun. People need to check out the strawberries episode for sure. That one is the best on Hulu. Um, I watched like Mindhunter. That was a bunch of white people, man. I was not supporting the culture. Mo- I mean, I like, I think Southside is so funny. Uh, I voted for that for some of the WGA stuff. I didn't get any nom- nominations, but I voted for it. Um, I'm trying to think what else was out. Like, what else did I like watching this year? Uh, yeah, Pen15 was fun. Man, there really wasn't much. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't that. blown away. Here's the thing. There were so many options, and I watched a lot of things that I liked, but there was nothing that I was like... I, I mean, Watchmen for sure, like it was a roller coaster, but I, I did ultimately like it. But I, I guess there was nothing that I was like, I gotta, I gotta see this next one. Like I saw, like Mandalorian has been fun, but uh, you know, it's just fun. I don't know. I I did watch. Um, I'm not saying I liked it, 
but I did watch every episode of Euphoria because um, I did think the performances and the way it was shot was very, very cool. I didn't like the scripts as much because you could tell it was about like an old dude who was talking about young people's issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but performance-wise, I thought, yo, that cast was crushing. All yeah. of them. Like, all of them were just, the performances were crazy. Uh, I mean, Zendaya crushed it. I mean, they, like, everybody else, the guy who plays like the asshole dude, was so good at his part. I was like, this is great. Um, also, Rhythm and Flow. Come on, Brady. Oh, my gotta, God. Gotta rhythm, oh, there. yes. Oh, you know what? I was thinking Oof. strictly narrative and Rhythm and Flow. I ate that up so quick. Rhythm and Flow was amazing. Um, I loved all the judges. T- oh, yeah, baby. Which is honestly so rare because usually you like two, you like one or two of the judges. It's so rare that you like all three or all four if there's like four or whatever. You know, but T.I., Chance, and Cardi, like, they all had their own, like, thing. And I loved all of it. Um, the guest judges were great, like Snoop Dogg, Fat Joe. Um, like, all the guest judges were awesome. And then the rappers were really good. It was, like, really cool. My only... So my biggest complaint about that series was the rap battle episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Oh, I like... Oh, Here's the thing. You... This is why I'll I'll explain. Let me know why you why you liked it. The reason I didn't like it is because they didn't there there was nothing that they did to set up who why who one person was facing another person, and the reality was the rap battle. A rap battle is such a specific um, like skill set that some people who are great artists just don't have, you know, great rap artists don't have. True. And true. so I just felt like we lost a couple of solid people who could have been, maybe none of them would have won, but they, some of them would have been, had a cool, interesting music video or, or a song that they did. And we didn't get to see that because they lost a rap battle. And I mean, the worst, and I feel like other people feel me on this, like the worst was that one, I'm trying to remember her name, uh, and she was like all up in homegirl's face, like when they were rap battling. Oh, oh, the little annoying girl. Her video was terrible. And her too. video was yeah, her video was awful. <laughs> her, her name was like loud. Mouth it was so it was yeah, like, loud. Oh, big mouth, big mouth, right? Or no? Am I? That's just the show. I mean, it was something like that. I forgot what the name was, but it was like loud mouth or like yeah, annoying person. And she and her video was so basic. Um. Oh, that was that was terrible. But uh, D Smoke Man, <laughs> I mean, he crushed that. Him and Flawless. I mean, oh goodness. They the producer that they paired him with too. It was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, like you're about to do something amazing. <laughs> like it was just weird. Like, I didn't like D Smoke Man. What? I like, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me oh. out. Hear me out. I thought he was a great <laughs> rapper. I was like, oh, he's dope. He sounds so much like Kendrick Lamar that I was like, let me Uh-oh. just get Kendrick Lamar. Even at one point, he says it feels real Kendrick-like, and T.I. goes, why are you talking about Kendrick? It's like, his videos felt like Kendrick. His raps felt like Kendrick. And I'm like, yeah. And again, he's Wait, good. was that him? I think was that's that fine. That said that, that it was Kendrick? No, I thought it was somebody he, else who was No, like, he brought it up. He, brought it, he said it himself. Oh, okay. And then T.I. was like, now you got us thinking about Kendrick. Why would you do that? And I'm like, uh-huh. bruh. Stop talking about Kendrick. At least switch your flow up so you don't sound exactly like him. I like the, the light skin dude because the light skin dude. I'm like, you gonna cry on every song. You talking about you Flawless? Song. 
Yeah, yeah but he's that was a flawless. But flawless, but flawless reminded me of Eminem, man. But here's what made oh, me. Oh wow, wow! Yeah, his flow was very, too. very similar. Go ahead. But I'm okay with that. Like I me was too. Okay with that. The thing that made me mad, actually, about the whole thing was when they did the finale and everybody got to say like their goodbyes. You know, because it was always like the person that's going home is this person. The person that's going home is this person. But then it came down to him and D Smoke, and they were like, the person that's going to win is. And then they were like, D Smoke, and everybody before got to say like their goodbyes and like <laughs> like what the what the competition meant to them. They had right. no time for him crying. They had no time for that man crying. All we got from him was just a shot of him walking off the stage, <laughs> and it was quick too. It was like, it was like, I could tell that in the edit they were like, oh crap we didn't have a goodbye for him. Do we have anything? And they had to like find like, Oh uh, yeah. Uh, they knew he was going to be they crying. Hugged, like, they, we ain't got time for they that. Hu- they dabbed and they hugged and, and, and he, hugged, and he was yeah. runner up, <laughs> you know, yeah, Every, I don't care about everybody him. knows his name. Like I know their yeah, names. Yeah, I know D smoke. I know flawless. I know London B, you know, what was, what was the other dude? The other dude made some good songs. The, the fourth guy. I know. Shoot. What did I just say? Oh, yeah. What did I just say? I said, I know D Smoke. I know Flawless. I know London. B- no, nah, I'm just kidding. I, his name was uh, Colossus. Okay. He was I'm good. Sure. Here, my, problem with, my problem with Colossus was he didn't have stage presence. No, not him. It was one more other dude. Wait, who? It was like Another Troy dude. Man or something. It was oh, a Troy Man. Troy Man. Listen, yes. Was, was that it? Troy Man. Yeah, it was Troy Man. <laughs> I was with him, baby. I was I, a fan. Troy Man got me on board at the end, which is crazy, because the whole time I was like, why do they keep advancing him? He he was, it wasn't like, he was never bad, but for me, and and please take this with a huge grain of salt, because I am not, like, I do not know that much about rap or rap <laughs> artists, but for me, like, every time he sang, I was like, he just sounds like everybody I hear on the radio, like... Yeah. And you're right that D Smoke sounded like Kendrick and to me Flawless sound like Eminem, but I'm like, okay, they sound like one artist who is also they just ha- also happen to be like two of the best rappers ever and like very, you know, like very unique. So yeah. I'm okay with you sounding like one, but when you sound like when like when you play a song and I'm like I I could I would never know this was you cuz it sounds like half the other people on the radio it, it it's like it's a, both a compliment because i'm like you'll make it like you can be on the radio because you got what a lot of people have but i'm also like you're never gonna be you're never gonna be like like top five or you know what i mean which is maybe fine i don't you know i don't know i, I liked I mean, him though he 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 i thought by the end he was like he had some really great songs like some real great someone someone put it to me like this it, it might have been was it you, Bray? So I remember someone said he is like if Will Smith made trap music, right? And I was like, I'm here for this. Like, I, like I was like, yeah, Will, get this trap song real right, quick. Right. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, rhythm and flow. It, it wasn't, it wasn't Oof, that was Bray. Great. It was, it was actually on the show. It was. I think they um, said that on the, on the show. Ti on the show, yeah. Um. Oh, see, Braylock and Ti were light skin, so I just thought, and they used big oh words. Oh my god. So I was like, ah, bring like tea out of his thing. Let's do it <laughs> expeditiously. <laughs> oh, you know what else was good? Stranger Things this season. You liked I know, it? I, I know a lot of people did not like that season, but hear me out why I thought it was, it was, but it is my favorite season. I know season one is a classic, 
And I'm not saying it's a classic. I'm just saying it's my favorite because season three did something I liked where the friendship was really, really important. Like all around the board, the friendship was really important. I love, I love that my man finally had the black kid finally had someone else black consistently on the show. His sister? his sister was there. Yeah, his sister was there. <laughs> yeah. Like my man had. Come on, man. We the sister was fun. Yeah, they they fleshed out her character in a way this season that like at least made her like because season one she bothered me and in this season it, it was a little frustrating a little bit too but they like made her they fleshed her out a little bit more like she had opinions about lucas and she like was super smart and like like could be she was like the sassy character that we saw in season two but like there were just more way more layers to her this time yeah and and it was kind of like there were good scares in it, and I thought I loved I loved the um the brother. What was his name? He was the bad guy. Oh my goodness, his part getting to like literally watching him play that part. Um, and at the end of the season, spoiler when he know he goes back and forth for trying to be good or bad. I'm like, man, that must have been so fun to film. I know. My, like I was like, that is a good acting part right there, man. Oh my goodness! And season two, I was like, I hate this guy. It's Pawazi on the show, but I I really liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, that, and and I'll just say also, uh, what was frustrating about me, what what was frustrating about Billy to me is apparently the Duffer brothers like had this plan for him from from the beginning. Like this was supposed to be his journey from the start, and like. While that was true, it felt like they didn't even start writing what was going on for him until this season. So, like, they, but they knew that this is what they wanted him to do. So it was like, why didn't they bake in just a little bit more? Because you had Sean Astin, two? you know, Sean Astin. Right. Yeah. And we got to do, you know, we got to let. Uh, I- Samwise. I think um, season two is still my favorite. Season three is my is my least favorite, but i I still liked uh, I still liked it. I didn't like i i i I didn't like it as much as the other seasons, but I did I did still enjoy it. Like Stranger Things is fun, and I'm happy to see another season. You know what I mean? Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else in the Mindhunter was other, is a cool thing that people should watch. <laughs> what other TV shows are like? I feel like, like someone asked me the other day, "What have I, what have I been watching?" And I'm like, I don't know. I've been. I, I, don't I watched know what uh, I've been Killing watching. Eve. I watched the second season of Killing Eve uh, with Sandra O. Oh, and um, I want to say her name is Phoebe. Forgot her last name. That might not even be the character. Anyway. Oh, I watch. I watched Fleabag. I watched Fleabag. Fleabag was cool. I watched season one and two this year. Um, I didn't like season one, but I liked season two. I've yeah, season one, the last episode made me like it, but it was tough to get to that point. Like it wasn't sorry, I shouldn't say it was tough. It just was like I just didn't understand why there was so much hype around it. And the end of the season one, I was like, oh, I was like, oh wow, that I didn't see that. You know, that was okay. And then season two was was like people have said like, no, season two is incredible. And I was like, all right. And then I watched, I was like, oh wow, that really was incredible. Um It was perfect. Yeah. Killing Eve is super is a fun show if you ever get to watch it. Um uh I'm trying to think. 
Yeah, what else was there? I mean, there was I'm li- Lo- I'm Los Spookies came out. I I saw a couple episodes of that. That. How was that? I never watched Los Spookies. Oh yeah, how was that? I didn't watch that. I didn't. Um, it's just a, such a specific type of humor. It's like very, you know, it's like oddball. So it wasn't. It's not my cup of tea. But I feel like if you like that cup of tea, you like it. And you know, Julio uh, Torres and uh, Anna Ferberga are like very. I I mean, like I just respect them so much as comedians. So it was just fun to see them, and it's cool to like have a show where like, uh, you know that 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 has like a lot of like. Uh, Latin American flavor to it. So, uh, like they, you know, speaking in Spanish and all that stuff. So that, that was, that's cool. Like I'm happy that exists. Um, but yeah. I dig that. I mean, I still, I'm still watching the good place, but this season hasn't been as fun for me. Um, wait, you know what I'm noticing? Like a lot of these shows, to be truly honest, like I know tying it back to our podcast. Um, a lot of these good quality shows, if you will, uh, have like one or two black people on it, and I'm like, all right. Um, I only say that because without what, what, what I'm realizing is when Atlanta isn't on, when Insecure isn't on, I'm like, oh shit, those are the shows that have predominantly black cast. And without those shows, it's like, cool. What do other people consider, um, what is it called? Like prime, prime TV shows right. featuring like yeah. black people as the lead. Like as the lead too, though you know what I mean. So it's like, um, so it's like the continuing shows of Blackish. This last season of Empire, I didn't watch it, but you know, um, you have, uh, yeah. What else? I mean, I mean like premium. all the uh, all the comedies we talked about. Oh, like dramas though, or like Power, I guess. Well, oh Power. Oh Power, power. Shy, uh, uh, the Shy, and um. Anything else? I really used to like the show. I used to love the shy. I did. And then I was like, you know what it was? I did. And then I felt like some of the characters they didn't let breathe properly. Like I thought they one season one, the season I, I used to watch that. I was, I was like, there's not a lot of women characters that are important on the show. Um, they were like there, but I I felt like they just they were there to assist another dude in some way shape or form you know what i mean i was like oh right. this sucks um and then you know the whole thing that happened on the shy went down uh so i was like oh, we'll see how this show does next season yeah um i'm looking at this I'm, I'm literally looking at right now i'm on hulu like what shows did i watch last year and i'm like that's just watch reruns of old tv <laughs> like I'm, I'm thinking about it, like i'm, I'm looking at I mean, we already, it's like we talked about a lot yeah the one thing that we didn't get to talk about is uh, the fact that on Batwoman, homeboy Cameron Johnson is on that. Oh, yes. That's true. Cameron is on Batwoman. And he's crushing it. You but are even, right. You know, we see him in, in crisis. My man got his, his shirt all open. You know. I know. <laughs> He trained. He, tra- he told me he trained for like a month and a half for that boxing. Supergirl calls him cute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, you know what else I thought was good? Uh, uh, the Boys on on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, the Boys. The boys. I watched that. Yeah, the I like the Boys. I like the Boys, man. It was like so fun. 
I saw the pilot. The pilot was really fantastic. Like really. The boys was really fun. Good. I watched. Um, uh, what else did I watch? There's another Amazon show. Um. Oh wait, no. I guess that was just Fleabag. Um, <laughs> wait, but the boys was really fun. And no, there's another show. I just oh, man, I just forgot. Uh, um, I wa- while you're thinking of that, I watched Four Weddings and a Funeral this year as well. Oh, how was that? Um, yeah, and I saw most of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I've seen the finale and the first handful of episodes, and then a few intermittent. I thought it was very good. Um, uh, the the characters are really interesting and fun. They do a really nice. If you know the movie, they do a. They find fun reasons to have weddings. They do all kinds of crazy stuff with time. Like I think the first episode jumps to a year uh, in the future. Like by the end of it, they're just like they they're like they're planning a wedding and then they jump to a wedding by the end of the first episode. So it's really fun. Like we get one wedding right away. Um, the acting's really good. Um, I really liked. Uh, uh, I really like. Oh god, I, I need to look up. Um, um, of course, uh, uh, John Reynolds is great. Um, <laughs> oh, isn't the isn't the woman from Game of Thrones on there? The black woman from Game of Thrones, and she. Uh, yes, I mean I don't I don't know her at that, but, <laughs> but well, I know her as the woman from um, Fast and Furious. But I do know she's on Game of Thrones too. Mm-hmm. I'm in love, so I'm hoping you know they do a season two or something. She, you know, needs a love interest or something. Uh, I watched. Yeah. Um, Brenda. I watched the Sorry, last season of BoJack Horseman. Uh, the this past season, the newest season, that was fun. I liked that show. You know, I have to make a confession of something. I watch. It's oh. not new though, but I'm but I'm pretty I'm pretty into it right now. Um, my ex got me started watching um, Sex in the City. And I've continued watching wow. Sex in the City. Um, I'm learning so much, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly feel like I'm learning so, so much. About, about, about white women in New York City? <laughs> about, yeah, but it's like, Braylock, I am learning about white women in New York City. <laughs> like, for, like, literally, the, the, the main woman, Carrie, is a writer. You know, not even, like, at the, well, the episodes I'm at, not like a famous writer, but she has like an apartment in the village. I'm like, first off, okay, you got a love column, and you can live in the village and buy expensive ass shoes. Oh, th- this is yeah, this is New York, all right. Okay, all right. Like I'm on season two. They out literally one of them sleeps with a bunch of people, ain't slept with a black dude yet. I'm like, we in New York, baby, come on now. So I think they get to one like the end of season two or season three. So I haven't got to the black guy yet, but I'm pretty sure when he shows up. They're going to talk about him being a black guy. I, I know it. I know it in my heart. But, um, but it's entertaining. I get it. I finished the... There was a, the last season of um, of uh, Lemony Snicket's series, Unfortunate Events. That closed out pretty well. I, I watched that too. I watched that too. Um, I, watched that too. I watched all of I Think You Should Leave. Um, uh, that was really funny. And then... I don't know. That's pretty much... That's all I got for you guys. <laughs> I watched like uh, like two episodes of his Dark Materials. I, I think I'm gonna finish it out. I just I haven't been keeping up with it because I'm just like yeah, it's fine. Um, Dude, yeah. I put an episode on today and cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to watch it. 
Oh man. I, I uh man, I was uh, Yeah, there were some shows I just watched one episode of and I was like, all right, I got I got the point. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you did good. You did good. You, you know? made it this far. Um Yeah, man. I mean, look, there's so much television. Um Yeah, are there Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we're forgetting that people are are mad about, but that's just what it is. Uh and this is the, this is an episode where we don't have to just talk about uh shows with black leads cuz <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it's like we wouldn't be talking about that many shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, people can be like, "Oh man," one of my friends was saying how. Oh, when how, they like, see us, of course, came out this year. Oh uh, yeah. Ugh. Did you guys finish a it? Masterpiece. I still haven't finished it. I haven't I'm finished it either. Kid. I just saw two episodes, <laughs> and I was like, "I got it. <laughs> I got to finish it, though." I know it's really good. This, it's just so hard this, to watch. This is what I will say, and and I did like the series a lot. I, I thought episode one was great. Episode two is good. Episode three felt like a TV show mm-hmm. um, for me. Um, and that's not bad, but I was like, the first one felt so riveting. Um, but I will say, man, episode four, my man is winning all the awards and all the accolades because like, it is, it is one of the hardest things to watch. But also when you think about like, oh, this is a kid acting, it's like, this is, man, it is. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Wow. Um, yeah. It's just yeah. You see, this is a beautiful performance. But I suggest it. Right. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's a good. That's a good amount for TV. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah. saw Chernobyl. Chernobyl was actually excellent. <laughs> people should watch. People that. say that. I haven't yeah. Seen it, yet. I it was really that. good. Uh, again, a show with all white people, but <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what we're basically trying to tell you is, is don't let the hype fool you. We in movies and in shows, but we ain't in that many of them yet. <laughs> uh, or, or yeah, there's still roles for <laughs> still roles for white actors. I know we get told that a lot. They're like, "Well, it's a it's a tough time." I'm like, "Really? I see a lot of shows. I've been watching a lot of shows with with white men. <laughs> I mean, it's a you know, it's and that's cool. Like, I'm just saying, like, don't pretend like you ain't got any shows." <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I watched one episode of Carnival Row and I couldn't stand it. I just, <laughs> I just thought that was not great. Great, but maybe I wasn't with the trailer. The trailer, um, I was like, all right. Um, okay, so movie time. Movie time. Movie. Oh yeah. And here this year, what who what actors have been popping this year? I mean, here's the thing: Golden Globes. Oh, should we talk about Golden Globes? Golden Globe snubs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. let, me, let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. Yeah, because they, you know, I think When They See Us wasn't nominated. Or I think, uh, what's his name, wasn't nominated. Um, bro, When They See Us wasn't nominated for anything, dude. For anything. Yeah, bro. Nothing. Yeah. Not, zilch. Nada. They was like, oh, this premium black art that yeah. millions of people have seen that my boy has won the Emmy for. We ain't going to nominate him, his show, his directors, the writers. You know what this is? Don't get me started. This shit is, I don't get it. No, I'm getting you started. That's what we're doing. So here's the Golden Globe. Let me talk about, let's talk about the Golden Globes because like, yeah, this is a great, so best motion pic, and and we probably haven't seen a a lot of these yet, but this is what we got. Best motion picture, drama. Okay. You got 1917, which I actually, I'm watching that tonight. I saw that. It's phenomenal. (laughs) So, okay. I'm just saying, I'm just going to go say I'm cool with that. And, And that's a war movie. Now it is a, it's, 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 you know, British versus Germans yeah. is all white people. Um, 
but okay. Wait, wait, a, but is there a black person that like walks by the camera and is like, "Hey, take these bullets." You uh, I I truly don't remember. I'm sure there is, but I like I do not remember. Like everybody, cool, cool, cool. like all the important people are white British people. So, um, okay, you got that. Then you got the Irishman, three and a half hour movie. Did you any of you guys watch it yet? No, Bro, I, I don't cut think that movie I'm off. See it. No, for what, dog? <laughs> Why am I watching it? Why am I? Yo, listen. People get mad at Tyler Perry for wearing a dress in every movie. Do we ever get mad at freaking... No, let me not say this because I want to work with him one day. Martin Scorsese. It, it's like, but, but for real, for real, like how many times... Here's How my thing. Times, I'm fine with man. it. He ma- he likes making uh, gangster movies like with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Like I'm okay with it. Just don't like. Why why are you guys pretending like this is the best film of the year? Like I don't know. I really I don't. Know. We gotta see I it. Mean, I guess we can't comment he, on it. But it, go ahead. He got Joe Pesci to to just come out of retirement for a bit. You know, he he de-aged everybody. You know. Yeah, because that was fun to watch. And he made a three-hour movie. Like, that's everything anybody's ever... Excuse me, three-and-a-half-hour movie. That's (laughs) all anyone has ever wanted from Marty Scorsese. All right, I don't know. I saw Casino, (laughs) and I just... uh, I'm like, Goodfellas is incredible, but, like, Casino was, like, bloated, and I'm just like, this is what The Irishman is going to be. I know it. It's still fun, but it's like, I saw it already. It's called Goodfellas and Casino and Mean yes. Streets. Why am I watching it again? Why are you telling me it's classy? Why could not a younger actor have played the younger version of Robert De Niro? He played uh, the younger version of fucking Marlon Brando. All right. So this is what else. Uh, Joker nominated for Best Picture Drama. Absolutely not. Absolutely Get the hell out of here. <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to nominate a movie that's just like every other movie that came out. Literally, Joker copies the color scheme, the palettes, almost the exact pacing of of Taxi Driver, of Main Streets, of Raging Bull. It's like, oh, yeah, we get what movies you like because you just did that here. And And, and it... Sorry, keep going, man. I, man. I know. Joker, it's so, it's like, I, I know a lot of people really liked it. Um, you know, we talked about it on our Patreon. We we weren't vibing with it as much. I don't even care about the controversy because I truly didn't think the movie was worth any controversy. It's just kind of like, it wasn't as, it just wasn't as meaningful as people like were trying to make it out to me. And I just think it's so funny that that's the movie. It's like, they didn't, like people, like they didn't let the Dark Knight get nominated, but like, it, is Joker going to be nominated for like Best Picture for the Academy yes. Awards? Yes, because really it's, a, it's a that's white so man wild. going crazy. It's a white. Literally, think about it like this: is how I see it. This is literally how I see it. Oh, this is this is a average white dude, right? Who isn't exceptional in any way, who feels sad about his life because it's life, okay? And he goes on a killing spree and is praised for it. And the thing that makes me mad about the movie is that they base it on like, oh, this is what happened to people with uh, a mental illness. And I'm like, no, dude, we didn't really address that with this movie. And it feels it feels cowardly and it feels unresponsible to even call it that. No, this movie is just like some white male fantasy about them going crazy and being praised for it. This motherfucker danced in slow motion for three-fourths of the fucking movie. And you know what's <laughs> happening now? You know what's happening? All these goddamn tourists are like, oh, I want to go dancing in the streets. They're getting their ass robbed because they didn't know the motherfucker shot that in the Bronx where they shouldn't be dancing on goddamn streets. Uh, steps. Sorry, talking about streets. Got me mad and flustered in this. 
All right. Um, Marriage Story is nominated, which I haven't seen yet. That's a Netflix film that came out the same day as Astronomy Club. So we purposely didn't see that movie because we didn't like that. Uh, <laughs> um, talk that talk, break. But talk uh, I talk. do like Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver, and I've heard good things. So I am excited to see that. Um, I have both heard good things about it and, and mixed things. also mixed things. Yeah, people being sort of frustrated that everyone loves the uh, everyone loves Marriage Story like it's the greatest movie that's ever made and it's just like a movie I guess you know like Got it. why are people treating this like very straightforward movie like it's the best movie ever made uh, interesting um, oh, like- they got uh, The Two Popes you guys watch that yet? Uh, I have a screener for it um, yeah me too it's like so, uh, Pope Benedict and Pope Francis right? yeah, um, yeah. I mean the cat. I mean you got uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, and uh, wait, who's playing Pope Francis? Uh, it's a dude from uh, uh, you know he's in a bunch of movies. He's he's in, for, no, he's in that movie Brazil that I love so much that I cannot think of his name. <laughs> you always go Brazil, but I've never seen. I'm it. sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know why I bring that movie up so much. Uh, um, Jonathan Price. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So that's uh, dramas. Uh, then for best motion picture, musical or comedy. And now I, let me let me just say this: Golden Globes best picture, like musical or comedy, is always like every year they always put films that are definitely not comedies, and it's so annoying because they like they so they like just they completely disrespect the comedy genre, and they'll like put films like The Martian for best comedy and let it win because like The Martian couldn't win best like drama so they put it in comedy even though it's not it's like just because a movie has jokes doesn't mean it's a a comedy um yeah but this year i actually feel like all of the movies that they have for best music or comedy are can actually be defined as comedies now it's still the awards version of a comedy but it is kind of a so you got uh dolomite is my name eddie murphy right so uh jojo rabbit which I've also heard mixed things about. Have you guys seen Jojo Rabbit yet? I'm, can, I, can I be honest with y'all right now? Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit is on um, an hour in, and I do not like it. Okay. Because <laughs> you know what it is? It's like if someone made... I, I, I don't get... Maybe I have to finish. I don't get what's happening. Like, I don't get the play. Like, if someone made a jokey slavery movie with, like, um, Robert E. Lee, like, I... I I don't know. Isn't like, it supposed to kind of be like, um, uh, you know, like, uh, like what's his name? Quentin Tarantino's movies, like, you know, uh, I mean, it is, Inglorious it's, it's Bastards or. It's definitely way more jokey, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, than those movies. And it's, and you know what it is to me, Inglorious Bastards is cool because it's like, oh, um, the Jews, like, the Jews are seeking revenge and this could be really cool. Like, the fact that, um, Taika is a different playful version of Adolf Hitler and like he's going around and he's he's trying to encourage the kid to be like a Nazi and the kid is you know fucking up but still trying and it, it, it it's, it's silly you know what right. I mean? it's silly do you like his but, movies do you like um did you did you see uh what we do in the shadows I saw yes I saw the movie I have not seen the TV show you know what it was? It no, I don't know. I don't, I didn't like that. I like Thor. Right. You like Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, I like Thor. Right. I, yeah, damn. Maybe I don't. 
She, I've seen what we do in the shadows, and I did like that. And I'm I'm interested to see Jojo Rabbit. I I I feel weird sometimes when I when I really think about like oh like what Queen Tarantino did with Inglorious Bastards or Django, for instance, and those types of things. But I know that I I, I know that I do generally enjoy that kind of uh, alternate takes on history and and historical characters. Uh, in in comedic plays, so I am I imagine that like I would like the movie feel like there were things that were wrong with it that I didn't agree with, but probably overall would like it. But I mean, I, I still haven't seen that screen. Okay. Um, Knives Out. Did you guys see that yet? No, not yet. Just got that screen yesterday too. I love it. I love it. Knives love Out it. is it. It. is very very fun. And I love honestly, standout for me, Chris uh, Chris Evans. Yes, thought he, he was, was so great. Good, he was uh, so fun in it. Um, I mean, everybody was good. And actually, we could have reviewed that movie because I guess it does star a person of color, right? Like, um, oh yeah, Lakeith, yeah. Well, not not just. Oh, I mean, Lakeith, the lead of it. No, oh, no, the no. Woman. The woman, the woman who's yes, the um, uh, Anna the bond, de, Anna de Arma. Uh, her name is Anna de Armas. Uh, uh, I don't know what she is, though. I mean, oh, Cuban. They, she's Cuban. Oh, wow. She's great. She was in um, Blade Runner. She's um, in the new Bond. Um, she was and she was in this really weird movie with Keanu Reeves that I saw. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. When he gets, like, kidnapped by, like, two hot women. Um, uh but yeah, yeah, I, I thought she was great in it. I thought she was really good. Man, I uh, don't remember her in Blade Runner at all. She's like, she's like, um, the I don't know if you would call her fantasy, she looks but I, great in No Time to Die, though. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, beautiful. Um, but yeah, she's I mean, she's good in Blade Runner, but she's like a like she's like the robot he fantasizes about or something. Uh, Got it. Um, well. That and she was really good too. I thought she. I really liked. I really liked her. Uh, Daniel Craig was like weird and fun. It was cool to see Michael Shannon in a role where he wasn't like, um, like all like a oh, yeah. you know like a hardcore mean kind of tough dude. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, Lakeith was fun with it, uh, within it, and uh, they had the uh, Catherine Langford from. Uh, 13 Reasons Why. Tony Collette was incredible. Yeah, I liked yeah, Nice it, Out. It was really fun, man. It was really fun. That's, and that's also definitely the, worth the, the twist, I couldn't... I was like, okay, good twist. I got it. I I, I got it, but not... But it, it but well into the movie. It took it took me a while. I got it okay, right... Okay, I got okay. it before the reveal, but it took me a while. Okay. okay. Um, And I didn't put all the pieces together because I just don't see how you could possibly figure that out um but um once upon a time in hollywood we i don't know we, i just finished that um yesterday as a matter of fact yeah and uh I, this is my thing i like winter it is a comedy because he's a fan Kinda. of movies he's a fan of movies so i like him but i did not like that movie I liked parts of that movie. I didn't like all of it. The ending was kind of whatever to me. Um, it wasn't a straight 
through life. The thing is, look, Leonardo DiCaprio's a really great actor. Brad Pitt is always good. He's fun to watch. You know, it was a fun movie, but there, but it it didn't need to be as long as it was. I felt like really, like truly, didn't need to be as long as it was. Like sometimes it's an easy thing for people to say, "Oh, this movie was too long. Movies are too long in general, whatever." You know, people said that about Avengers, and I was like, "But Avengers didn't waste any time. Like there was no wasted moment in Avengers." Endgame or Avengers Infinity War. Like, you need it every single moment. And yes, it was a long movie because there's so many storylines that they're tying in, but they don't waste scenes. Whereas I'm watching movies like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it's definitely going to be like in the, this in The Irishman, where you're watching a scene and you're like, why did you need to make this scene this long? Like, we don't need to see <laughs> Margie, uh, um, Margot Robbie like walking across the street down the street to the to the theater into the, the like it's such it's so masturbatory <laughs> I don't I'm no, just like it is. and it's and if if your if your movie's only two hours then fine leave shots like that in but when you're making me sit in the theater for three hours like I don't know man <laughs> I'm I'm never going to see it I don't think um <laughs> I like I remember when I when they like announced that it had got the seven minute standing ovation or whatever and it just felt like I was like I'm not trying to see this long movie with only white people in it. and then somebody was like well what about Bruce Lee and then I was like what oh okay and then and then they were they said that the way that they that that Quentin Tarantino approached Bruce Lee in the movie was like very not faithful to how Bruce Lee is as a as a yeah. Person. They made him like he was like a like one yeah. uh, just a huge showboat like narcissist, and then like a person who actually couldn't fight and was just like hyping himself up, but like wasn't wasn't uh, like you you know like a real stunt man you know and yeah, like it was super disrespectful yeah it was and so then that felt like that felt wildly appropriate to me though somehow it's like yep of course he did like i know i know yeah, i yeah, truly yeah. felt that too it's like of yeah. course you made this like of course yeah, it's like of course you made this white dude who's a stunt man for a washed up actor like beat, beat up beat up bruce lee like easily <laughs> beat up bruce lee I was like, come on, yeah. man. All right. Um, and then Rocket Man is the only musical on here. Um, I love it. And it, yeah, I really loved it too. It was great. No, man. Rocket Man, I, I feel so bad for that actor because I'm like, it, and again, Bohemian Rhapsody is okay. Uh, we don't need to comment on it. But, man, when you watch that kid in Rocket Man, like, not only is he singing, there are certain points, like, legit. Like some of those musical numbers when they pull the camera back and I'm like, it looks like him. Like, and that dude looks nothing like, and the fact that him and Elton John are so close, so his mannerisms are very Elton John-esque. And like, it, it, it was just so much work went into it. So much love went into it. And it just sucks because, because it came out after Bohemian Rhapsody, no one's going to care about it. Even though the director of this movie is the one who actually directed Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, whatever. But it's so good. People need to watch it, man. It's so good. Mm. Um, I really liked it. I thought, yeah, I thought um, Taron was great. And it was a really fun film. And it's weird. It will be weird if if that doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, but like Bohemian Rhapsody did. Um, 
because I do think it was a better made film. I mean, it, it, I guess it's unfair to compare them, but also it's not because they're both bio <laughs> rock biopics. Um, I'm going to talk about SAG nominations now. Uh, and I'll oh, compare okay. them to the Golden Globe ones because uh, the SAG ones are more important than the Golden Globes since Golden Globes does do that split between comedy and, and drama. So you have way more not nominees. Um, whereas SAG, it's only five and you know, that that's what the Oscars is going to be. So it's a little bit more kind of tells you a little bit more, but we can talk about, we can kind of compare both of them. First outstanding performance by a cast. Uh, you have bombshell, the Irishman, Jojo rabbit, once upon a time in Hollywood and parasite. And we haven't talked about parasite yet. You guys see it yet? Yeah. I have yeah. not. I have not. James, you did see it? Parasite, I have seen it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Do you? Do, yeah. It, Go ahead. It's fantastic. I mean, Parasite. It, I, so I didn't know anything about the movie going to going in to see it. I just knew people were like, have you seen Parasite? Have you seen it? So many people were talking about it. So I went to see it. I didn't know that um, uh, that it was uh, a foreign language film. So I didn't right. know that going into it. Yeah, it is. And then completely um, Korean. And, and then I also didn't know like what the genre was. Um, was supposed to be so like the whole time i was just on the edge of my seat going what is going to happen <laughs> and i do think that that's also baked into the movie of sort of right like, it's a mix don't know what the next thing is going to happen um uh but it was I, I i don't know it was so i thought it was so good i thought i i thought it was such a uh an interesting story and um i was really moved by it yeah, I I really liked it. Um I <laughs> um I did think there were a couple of moments in the movie that was a little weird, especially like the very very end. I was like I was like, "Wait, why don't you just end the movie there? Why did you do that?" But um outside <laughs> I will I'll be vague, no spoilers, but outside Thank of Vegas. Outside of that, um I'm so excited that this movie is getting so much recognition cuz it's so fun. Um, and it's cool. And yeah, it's like an all Korean, uh, cast. And, you know, even though, you know, you're reading subtitles, uh, if you don't speak Korean, like most, uh, I think most of our listeners probably don't, but, um, you're, they're, they're at, you can tell that the acting is incredible. You know what I mean? Cause you're getting so much just from yeah. how they're talking, whatever. And the family and like the, the family that di- this family dynamic is so interesting and fun. Um, it really was a great, it was a cool movie. Um, yeah, I mean, these other ones, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm interested in seeing Bombshell, you know what I mean? Like that. It's it's really, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, you Um, saw it? I did. I went to a screening of it. I saw it. Um, I thought the performances were really well done. I thought it was, uh, it, it is, it is a very me too movie, but to me, I, I was very okay with it because, it was they still made it entertaining like it was like there are parts that are rough you know what i mean because that's that's the nature of the movie but it moves fast like they got a couple of jokes it shows you how stupid people really are um and the thing is it happened you know the story happened like two three years ago so you're like oh shit i remember when this happened it's so weird um, that 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 it's been that long yeah right um but 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 it is it is very fun it is very not fun but it moves man and it's bright I like it. I'm excited to see that. Um, the Irishman again. It just feels like 
All right. Well, I mean, come on, guys. Whatever. Um, And then Jojo Rabbit is interesting. It's kind of surprising to me, actually. But um, are there any movies on... Are there any movies that you guys saw this year that you're... I mean, the thing that I'm the most surprised at right now is, like, how Queen and Slim has basically been shut out. Um, I know. And it sucks, because some of these movies are not better than that movie. Like, I know it's a very decisive movie. Divisive, But the movie, at the end of the day, is very beautiful. Like, you know, I think Daniel's performance is great. I think... uh, I wish I remember the uncle's name, but he's always great. Um, Yeah. Uh, a Bokeem Woodbine. You know what movie I think is really good that I just watched last night? Uh, Uncut Gems. Yes, everyone's been talking about that um, lately. I just got the screener for that too, and I haven't seen it yet. But I, I can't wait to watch it. I the most the the thing I most want to learn or I'm most excited about watching is if Lakeith Stanfield does anything other than uh, be like. Uh, call Adam Sandler a Jew. <laughs> like, it doesn't do anything. Else. That trailer just, we see him twice in the trailer and each time. <laughs> he's a crazy he's just, Jew. Just, yeah, every time. Um, <laughs> just like every So, I don't know if you noticed, but in the, in these like performance, in the uh, outstanding performance by a cast, it's not, it's not any films that were, that had significant or really any black actors. Um, certainly Boy, not. I'm right now. At, at yeah. least in the in the in the five of Bombshell, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. It has people of color, so you got Korean, um, Jojo Rabbit. I I know you got um, he what is he again? Uh, Taika Taika. Yeah, um, no, he's like a specific tribe in like New Zealand, right? Um, um, and. And so, okay, but so you're like, all right, what's going on? But you know, the SAG, they'll never let themselves get into a, a Oscar so white. So these are these are the these were the picks, and I'm just interested to know what you guys think. So for for outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role, you got Cynthia Ervio for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson Marriage Story, Lupita Nyong'o for Us, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. And that's SAG. That's SAG. Yeah. Um, for Golden Globes, remember there's two. Golden Globes for drama is Cynthia Ervio, Scarlett Johansson. Um, uh, I keep forgetting how to say her name. Cersei Ronan? Uh, uh, oh, man. I thought it was Saoirse Ronan. I don't even know how I just said it. Um, Charlize Theron and Renee Zellweger. So the only difference is uh, Golden Globes doesn't have Lapita. Uh, they have Cersei Ronan, uh, and uh, SAG has Lapita. And then for um, comedy, for best actress, they have Aquafina in The Farewell. Uh, what is that a comedy? Uh, no. Isn't The Farewell like no. very serious? Isn't it about uh, a it's funeral? It's a very serious thing. Yeah, it's a but very it stars Aquafina. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. They really. Right? I mean. That's what they're doing, right? Okay. Wow. So, Aquafina, The Farewell, Kate Blanchett, and Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I saw the trailer for that, I remember. Uh, Anna de Armas for Knives Out, which is kind of surprising, but cool. Um, Beanie uh, Feldstein uh, for Booksmart, um, and Emma Thompson for Late Night. Did you guys see Late Night? I did. I watched Late Night, too. With Mindy um, Kaling? Yeah, what'd you think? Uh... uh <laughs> Uh, you know what? I will say this. 
I I was happy that Mindy Kaling was in the lead. The thing is, because it's about late night, and I think because a lot of our friends, like, because we're so close to it, it was easy to dissect it in more of like, you know, if you're a, if you're a construction worker, you're like, oh, that's not how this works. And I think it was a lot of that. But then also my heart was really mad that her love interest was a tall white guy. I don't know why that bothered me for some reason, but I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, I mean, it was cute. I mean, it was it was it was a it cute. Was cute. Love. I I, was I cute, don't know, but it's know. crazy that I mean, I I know Emma Thompson is a great actor, but it's like weird that she was the one nominated for best actress for that movie when Mindy is the actual lead. Um, Bray, like Bray, like you. Wait, say that again. <laughs> yeah, Emma Thompson was nominated for best actor, even though Min- Mindy Kaling is the lead. Yeah, I think I understand. I think I get it. Okay. I, I, I think I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. It, that makes sense to me. Too. Are you guys cool? <laughs> are you guys, um, I mean, we talked about Harriet. You know, Cynthia was, I, she's a great actor. Um, I guess, like, it makes sense. I, I'm just trying to think, like, do, were there other performances for the best female actor that you feel like people are kind of snubbing a little bit? looking over uh, I, Lupita I actually think Lupita for us is such a inspired choice and when I when I first saw it I was like I was like whoa and then I thought about it I was like absolutely you know what I mean like yeah if Emma yeah. if, if uh uh Emma Blunt is gonna get nominated Emily Blunt sorry is gonna get nominated for like a quiet place you know and she's great but it was like okay it then Lupita definitely should get nominated for us she played two roles 100 yeah. percent a hundred percent. Yeah, she was great. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any other. I don't know. I, I I guess I haven't seen enough to really enough of these um, Oscar kind of type movies. Over you know, I'm just trying to think back all the movies that we saw this year. If there are any like oh, uh, um, I watched I watched Ford versus Ferrari, and I was like, it was a pretty good movie. It was like. Right. It was a solid, solid adult movie. Well, you know, I like they're nominated. You got I think um let me see. For best male actor, Christian Bale's nominated for Ford vs. Ferrari for a SAG. Oh, uh, okay. I I must say, see, I mean, he was good. I thought um I thought uh what's his name was good too. Um uh, Matt Damon. I thought Matt Damon was mm-hmm. good too. Yeah, so uh, for men it's for men, it's uh, uh, Christian Bale for Ford vs. Ferrari, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Taron uh, Egerton for Rocket Man, and then Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yeah, I mean, I I will say that, like, I loved Joaquin in in Joker. Yeah, he was he was um, a good actor. Yeah, very of good. all of these people, that's the only one that I. <clears throat> saw and have seen i'm i'm thinking about though in terms of like male snubs or what or what or what may seem or feel like a male snub and this is not a black person but well actually daniel was so good in, in Queen i think Slim, yeah so i like, think daniel, I thought daniel was great i thought he should have yeah. nominated yeah but i yeah. do think it's a thing we talk about this almost every year anytime a black person plays anything that is perceived as like oh this is an urban character i feel like people assume that's just close to the person where i can watch you know, I can watch an Italian American play an Italian American, and my mind doesn't go, "Oh, that's how he probably grew up." Well, that's how he is. 
But I don't you know? even know because like his clock, we do talk about that. We talk about that all the all the time. And like, but with Daniel and particularly in this movie, or even just thinking about him at large, like his range is vast. Like he's played so many different people uh, and so many different types of people, so many different kinds of people. It's like so, and the journey specifically that Slim goes on in the movie is so like when we when we talked about it we talked about how that stood out a little bit more so than queens did and that was both the testament to the the writing of that character but also to his performance of that character and it's like so it's frustrating to think that that it's like oh because he's black he was being he was being urban or he was being himself instead and not like he was he made like I've seen I saw Daniel he's in an episode of Doctor Who uh an early episode of Doctor Who and he's nothing like <laughs> he's absolutely nothing like Slim no and, yeah you know like uh, yeah. it's it's frustrating yeah that role was so different from Get Out too I mean which when, yes. when he and yeah. he was nominated yes. right for Get Out so I don't I thought he should have been he could have been nominated I mean Again, like some of these, like, yes, I did think Christian Bale was good in Ford v. Ferrari, but like sometimes I'm just like, yeah, okay, you're good, but like, was that what do you need to be nominated? I don't know. Like him and Leonardo DiCaprio, I I could have, yeah, I'm not here saying it's yeah. fine. Like, Leon I, I, I it's, his- yeah, but it's like, is it his best? Like, I don't know. Like, it was great. Like, they're always good, but I, so it, I just feel like in the, in the, in the best male actor i'm surprised that they didn't get at least one person of color in here like you would think either daniel kaluuya or eddie murphy for uh dolomite is my name or one of the actors from uh parasite like i'm just i'm kind of surprised you didn't get one like because i feel like we there are a couple worthy performances so but um you know that's what it is for male i mean they have they have cynthia and lupita in uh, SAG, and then you got, and then you have supporting. So supporting female actor, they have Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Nicole Kidman, Bombshell, Margot Robbie, Bombshell, and then Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers. Yeah, and uh, uh, okay, <laughs> and I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that she was nominated for. Uh, was she nominated for the Golden Globes too? Wait, I want to say yes. Oh wait, I'm in the Golden Globes right now. Which which category is that? Oh wait, no, she, right no, no. Hold on, she wasn't. Oh, for supporting actor. Uh, I do not. Oh wait, hold on, I got this girl. Who are you asking about, Bray? I'm, I'm in it right Jennifer now. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Oh wait, she was. No. Sorry, she was. No. Best performance by an, a supporting actor in a motion picture. Jennifer oh, Lopez, yes, yeah, Hustler. Sorry. Yeah, and then it's Jennifer. I mean... Jennifer Lopez. Uh. So, wow, these are kind of different, actually. Jennifer Lopez and Margot Robbie and Laura Dern are the same. But then they have Aunt Annette Benning for The Report and Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. Um, and I'll go ahead and say, uh, as much as Kathy Bates is a great actor, um, there's no way that I would put her in for, for Richard Jewell. I saw Richard Jewell. It's a, good, it's a, it's a cool movie. It's good. It's not great. Um, uh, the, the performances are good, especially by the guy who played Richard Jewell. I could see him maybe going up. Uh, I mean, I guess he won't get it because you got all these other people, but I would understand him. But uh, Kathy Bates, nah. 
Uh, like nah, she was good, but like nah, come on. And that movie shouldn't be. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh wow, wow, not good. Okay, I have. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the screener, and I'm like, ooh, should I not watch this? No, <laughs> it's fun. It's like it's just like it's a good movie. It's just um, it's nothing like. It doesn't blow your mind. It's just an interesting, it's a good version, like good telling of that story that I didn't know that much about. And the guy mm. who plays Richard Jewell is like really good. And Sam Rockwell is really good, actually. I, um, you know, he's Ooh. always great. I wouldn't mind him seeing him. And let's see who we can, got nominated. Can I have an awkward story about that. Like, oh, yeah, I, I, my uncle, I was in Atlanta and I was going to the Olympics the same day as the bomb went off that morning. Whoa. Same day, same day. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, dude. It was crazy. But that's it. That's it. That's it. That's crazy. Um, best supporting um, actor for SAG is Jamie Fox for Just Mercy, which that I haven't seen. I've seen that. Jamie Fox is fantastic. All right. He is so. It sucks because I do think the movie is supposed to be a Michael B. Jordan vehicle and. This is the time, and I, I, I never understood it, really, until this movie where, like, you know how sometimes people are like, oh, this person doesn't look like the thing. It's like, oh, this person has to be an action hero, but they don't look like it. Like, Michael B. is supposed to look a certain kind of way, but he's still so Michael B.E. And, right. like, he, like, he's supposed to be an everyman, like an everyman kind of character. But you always look at him and you go, oh, bro, you can whoop this dude's ass. Like, you get, like, you can fend for yourself. Like, it. It's just hard to see him in that light, you know. But Jamie, when he comes in, boy, Jamie, Jamie's good. Jamie's good. All right. Um, for I would have liked to seen for supporting. I would have liked to have seen um, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Oh. oh my God, you're absolutely yes. right. Yeah. Because the James. other people they have are Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which. How is he supporting in that? I I truly don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, isn't he the it, main character? Well, it's about it's about a reporter. So I've watched oh. it. It's about a reporter, and a reporter has to interview Got it. Tom Hanks and gets hope. Is the reporter a male? It is male, yeah. Okay. So and then they have Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, and Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And again... It's just so boring. I <laughs> at this point I'm just like, look, I don't care. Like, I I guess one and I and I, we'll have to see it. I mean, Brad Pitt, I know what Brad Pitt did. He was great. He's fun. He's always great. But like, was it a performance of Brad Pitt that I've never seen before? No. So why are you nominating him? I, I don't understand it. Um and then Al Pacino and Joe Pesci Unless they like again, unless they both did something that we've never seen before from them, like what's going on? You know, like I don't know. Just get some cool. I do get like a. I do get like a. Yeah. He still got it from Pesci. I understand. Okay. I, if, if that's what it is, I haven't seen it, but if if it's like a oh we still got got it right, then I would I accept that they did that with Sylvester Stallone. Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely You know, hundred percent. All right. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's just like, uh, it's like you got Jamie Foxx and then it's like Tom Hanks, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt. I don't know. For best supporting, like you couldn't find, you couldn't give that to a, like up and coming actors who are are crushing it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, It is what it is. Uh, yeah, man. And 
Yeah, I mean that's pretty much. It. I mean, I don't know. We do we do you want to talk about the TV stuff? I mean, not really. Not really, right? Stuff. We already got. Not it. really. We already talked about TV. Yeah. I mean, Big Little Lies disappointed me. So. Yeah. So it is a weird. It is a weird. Um, it's interesting. It's like, I feel like, we have a lot of like. I feel like we had a lot of films this year starring people of color, and then. So now it comes award season. It's like you got a couple of them nominated, but not not too many. And then it's sometimes it's just like you're seeing some of the same names start to pop up, which I guess that's how it is. Um, but it's tough out there, man. Like it's like Daniel and Michael B. Jordan, who have both been nominated, like they're not getting nominated consistently like some of these other young younger white actors are, like like Cersei Ronan or. Uh, Adam Driver or, um, uh, you know, like, or like Jennifer Lawrence, you know what I mean? But like, uh, so it's like, they can't even get that consistent nom. And then like, are we really seeing other like new people get nominations? Not, not really. It's like Jennifer Lopez, it's cool, but it's just like, okay. So it's like Jennifer Lopez or, um, you know, they nominated, uh, uh, I know they nominated, um, Goodness, I'm blanking on her name. Who was in uh what movie? She was in that movie that was like Mudbound, Mudbound. Um Mudbound. Mar- 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 Mary J. Blige. I think they nominated uh, her. Yeah, they did nominate her for Mudbound. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um that makes sense. Yeah, because like so, you know, movies like Waves, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, um, Waves was supposed to be a big deal. Like it came out of like it came out of what was it Toronto out of TIFF mm-hmm. with crazy reviews. Um, I to me my theory about TIFF is I mean not TIFF um, about Waves. The reason Waves isn't popping like that is because Waves that's the thing we talk about on the podcast. Waves is just a normal black family dealing with regular shit, and it's not about them being black. And it like maybe a tiny bit, but it's not about them being black. And I don't think. Uh, the fact that actually no, I can't say that because Daniel think of this. I mean uh, Daniel yeah. Coelho. I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's the thing that's crazy is like is that where where is the line or what is the line? Because it's like you can't be too black, but if you're not black enough, you're not gonna get. <laughs> there's a, there's a sweet spot. It's 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 not slavey enough, or it's not woke enough, or it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. This has been an interesting, it's been an interesting year. I mean, and like, and the other thing is there's so many sequels and remakes and franchises that like some of the, like this feels less and less important. I don't know about you guys, but it's just like, there's just not enough of these movies even to choose from. So it's like kind of like obvious which ones are going to happen. And, and also, I guess I will say like, very few movies like blew me away this year. Even if even if I saw something and I liked it, there were very few movies where I was like truly kind of like, whoa, like mm. and in and, and I and obviously that comes with age and like just the fact that we've been seeing so many movies and television shows and it's just like this overwhelming number of uh you know content to watch. But outside of Honestly, 1917, I don't know if I was, like, blown away by anything. Was there, Were there any movies that you guys were, like, whoa, blown away? No. 
No, not me. Well, this year was was the year of Endgame, and uh, Endgame so was I impressive. Was, yeah, yeah, I was very much taken aback. <laughs> I loved it. I did love it. I will say, like, I I was blown away by Infinity War, and then Endgame, I was like, you stuck the landing. Yeah, they definitely. You know what? Did. You're right. I think you're right. You know what I, I mean? Think- like. Like it, if it yeah. was it, this, this is how this is how I'm gonna uh, this is how this is my analogy. Uh, uh, Marvel, the whole cinematic universe was like, uh, uh, what's her name? What's what's her name? Simon, uh, uh, what's her name? The Olympian, the Olympian. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, 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 Simone. Simone. Uh, Simone. Bales or Bales. Bales. Simone Manuel. They're, they're two. They're, <laughs> not to be. I'm being totally disrespectful right now. There's two. Simones <laughs> that are Olympians, and I just said both of their names, <laughs> and one of them is <laughs> one of the is the gold the medalist. It's Biles, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it is. I looked, uh, yeah, just looked yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Simone yeah. Biles, like this is what it is. The whole thing is like her running down, and you know she's running down, and the whole time you're like, man, that's that's some powerful. That looks really great. And then in Infinity War was the was like after the jump when she's doing the turns in the air, and you're like. And then end game is she lands and you're like, how did you land? Facts. I mean, that was I mean, that movie was it was hard to stick that, man. It's hard to stick it. And you're like, you stuck that landing. You know, it's not as impressive as the twists and turns in the air, but it's it's pretty impressive because it's kind of crazy that you Bray, I love that you explained the whole thing. <laughs> I know, Jumping in right? the air to spinning around <laughs> to sticking the landing. All right. Oh, man. I'm Hilarious. a nerd. <laughs> All right. Anything else you guys want to say? Uh, uh, anything you're hoping for, looking forward to? Well, you know, honestly, I'm looking forward because I will say in 2019, we did not do this. Um, there was no way I would think that we will be on somebody. We have the possibility to be on someone's either best or worst TV list for 2019. You know what I mean? I think I think it's very cool to have a TV show, and I think 2020. You know, we might be we might be on one of these lists for like a movie or something. Like, yo, Jonathan Braylock's performance in such and such was, you know, blah blah. blah. I mean, you know, 2020 could be that year. It could, you know, probably not considering how Hollywood works and anything we get. <laughs> Would Listen. would come out the next year, but yeah. Come on, man. You know. Yeah, but my my hope for twenty twenty, you know, Astronomy Club season two, three, and four gets greenlit. Whoa. Okay. Two, three, two, and, three four. and four at the simultaneously. Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Then they're like, we need the Astronomy Club movie. Then we all are in. You know, we all get our own franchises. You know. We all get our own franchise, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. Then, then, you know, when they when they when we go to the awards list in two three years, our names are all the names. Just there are no other names. <laughs> Just when you scroll right. down, we populate all of the categories. All right, I like it, but man, I thought mine was a dream, but shit. <laughs> all right. Um... Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm interested to see. I'm just to see some of the more, more of these films. I mean, you got. I mean, you have the Antebellum. Uh, is it just called Antebellum? Uh, you talking about it's about John Wick? No, I'm talking about 
that's Parabellum. Oh, it's called uh, Parabellum? Oh, 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 no, no, no. You talking about the, the new movie with um, that new slave-looking trailer with a... Yeah, isn't it Jordan before. Peele? No, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I thought it was Monkey Paw. Is it? Hold on, let me look it up right now. Janelle Monae's the lead of that, right? Yeah, Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz are the directors. Oh, maybe it's not Monkey Paw. It just looked like it. It looks exactly like it. I was like, all right, they're just going to kidnap people on the street. All right. Oh, you're right. No, Jordan Peele's not the producer. It Doesn't it nah. look like a... Uh, like... It looks exactly like it. It looks exactly like it. It said, okay, you know what's... Con- this is why I was confused. The poster says, from the producer of Get Out and Us, but it's just, it, the, it's not Jordan Peele. It must be one of the other, one of these other it was somebody. Who worked somebody on, in the room. Who worked on us and but that isn't that so was, confusing? Was Bloomhouse a part of that or no? I'm looking it up right now. I mean Bloomhouse. Okay, it's this dude. It's uh Raymond Mansfield. He was a producer on Get Out. Alright. Well that's kind of what's that? Say from the producer. I know, uh, right? How are you gonna say yeah, from it's the from produ- a producer? <laughs> From a producer of Get Out and Us. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, (laughs) yo, I mean, for real though, that got me. I thought, I thought that this was a, I thought this was a Jordan Peele production, and I was kind of disappointed. I was like, man, Jordan Peele making a slave? Like, I don't know. (laughs) All right, man. All right. Well, I'm excited. Just for the new year. We're going to review a bunch of movies. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. What are we doing next week? We don't know. Nah. Maybe I mean, we'll we review got, Jumanji we, or. Yeah, we got to say, we got to do like Jumanji or something. I feel like Jumanji. We'll do a fun one. Please, can we do yeah. Jumanji? I really. I, yeah. And I yeah, really I said we do Jumanji. Movie. Yeah, okay. We'll do Jumanji. All right. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Oh, wait. Hold on. We ain't doing no what? plugs. Oh, snap. <laughs> we just so, jumped to the end. We just, I we totally did. You can follow us at well, Black Man Podcast, Twitter and Instagram, blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, watch Astronomy Club on Netflix. Follow me at John Braylock. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. You follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3RD. And in the new year, please watch all that on Nickelodeon Saturdays at 8.30. All right. Uh, you can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And if you rate and review us, give us five stars on um, uh, uh, iTunes. We will read your review on the air. This one just says, great podcast. Oh, no. We already read this one. Do, 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 do. All, All right. right. Here we go. Long time silent listener. Summer wins. So I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and it quickly became one of my favorite podcasts. Makes Monday a little less, well, Monday, knowing you probably saw the movie I saw with my family this weekend and getting to know what you thought. My 19-year-old daughter and I are both fans and excited to see you guys doing bigger things with Astronomy Club on Netflix. Oh my God, I needed those laughs. I hope you guys continue to bring thought-provoking content mixed with a lot of heart and humor in this not a political podcast for a long time to come. You know what it is. Awesome. (laughs) Love it. Thank you. All right. Okay, guys.
Peace. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Yes, Hollywood loves sequels and prequels and reboots and spinoffs, but now the industry has a chance to produce the ultimate sequel, a new version of Hollywood itself. As the business returns to work, it faces countless safety challenges, but what about systemic changes to what's fundamentally broken? I'm John Horn, the host of The Frame on KPCC. We have a new weekly podcast called Hollywood the Sequel. Can the business reinvent itself? Who will have access to power? Which stories become essential? And how might audiences actually watch entertainment going forward? We'll be asking those questions to people like actor and producer Kerry Washington. My job as a storyteller is to make sure that people that we want to ignore or voices that are undervalued, that those people get seen and those voices get heard. Join us for Hollywood, the sequel. It's coming soon to a podcast platform near you.